Ladies and gentlemen, she's a comedian, actress, and host of the popular podcast Chanel in the City on iHeartRadio. She is also the co-host of OG Mama D podcast with Dina Lohan. That's Lindsay Lohan's mother. And she also serves as the host of Fan Room Live is Chanel Omari. How's it going? How are you, George? Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. What an honor. <laughs> well, I, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, to hang out with me. You even wore your nice sequin sweater there. Uh, I feel extra special. I know we didn't spend New Year's Eve together, but uh, it's kind of the same thing. Um, <laughs> that was good. You're funny, actually. That's I, good. Sometimes. I, I, I think feel I'm, that for my stand-up. I'm, <laughs> no, I wouldn't steal your joke, but like but, I would give you credit. Have you done stand-up? Uh, I'm thinking about doing it. I was trying to get like an opening slot with somebody, but like, um, unfortunately, I was like pitching it to a, a very big comedian, and I don't think he was buying it at all. So, um, I was just I talking to him, right? I, I I I would love to do stand-up. Uh, obviously, um, I think I'm funny, but I don't think people do think I'm funny because my my humor is all kind of. Um, I was talking about this with Jay Benjamin. Um, how when I talk about something and then people um, listen to me, I think it's funny, but like they don't. It's like, are you serious? Like what's wrong with you? Like, right. Like some people will well, comedy subjective. It's very so, subjective. So, you know, I mean, what you think is funny, maybe some people will think is funny. Others won't, but who cares? I mean, that's what I'm kind of getting through too. Like, you know, some things I think is funny or some dark humor. Some people don't think is funny. You know, dark humor is the best. Like it's dark humor is the best. It's it's the best because like when you when you go to joke around, um, when you hit people off guard and they have to think about things and then then it it gives them a bit of a spin about who you are, right? You know, always you always kind of just like say something and they're like, "What's wrong with this guy?" And that's why it wasn't really like I used to joke about that stuff in high school and in college and and and. And during my broadcasting career on the radio and just people just don't get it, man. They're afraid to let loose and, and think for themselves. And, and um, it's like they have somebody walking around them, kind of watching them with like a whip or something like that, because they're afraid to be themselves in case they, a couple lashes and stuff like that. So um, I'm not afraid. It's so to say, true. Yeah, it's, so true. It, it's almost like they already live in like an authoritarian society. That's, you know, but, um, it's good to be yourself. Um, and that's why I created the show. Um, so I can be myself and not have 30 seconds to talk to the people that I want to and not have, you know, minimal chances to talk. And obviously I like to talk. Um, and you do too. So you got an awesome show Chanel in the city on iHeartRadio. Let's talk about that show. Um, you're obviously, um, are you sponsored by Chanel or are you just going with your name or what's going on with the hat there? I mean, I'm wearing a hat by Chanel. By the way, yeah. I never wear Chanel. I never wear Chanel brand because I think that's cheesy to wear like your name. Yeah, yeah. You know, like just to rock your name. But I saw this hat. I was like, this is a dope hat. It's very cool. Part of Chanel in the City, why I created it was because I was on a show called Princesses of Long Island on Bravo. And okay. When it ended, I kind of like lost my identity a little bit. Like I felt like I was just that character. So with Chanel in the city, I used to like buy things or go to cool places or like restaurants and like check them out and kind of give my audience a taste of like what's hot, what's not in the city, because that was just my passion, you know? So I created Chanel in the city and then I, I made a podcast out of it because some celebrities would come on and 
talk about their favorite places to go into the city and things, you know, places they would go to escape and obstacles they would overcome and how they would become successful. So yeah, that's how, you know, that, you know, and all of us, I feel like in the podcast world, like podcasts have become so popular, especially for reality stars or comedians to just have a platform to talk and be funny. Like you said, you know, like there's no formula, but just to have a voice, something to say. So that's like another reason why I created it. And, and, and a lot of people just don't, um, because people like Howard Stern and uh, others have uh, really condoned podcasts over the last couple of years, I mean, the last 10 years, um, now things are starting to get, get, get a bit serious. And I, I do a lot of teaching with uh, high school uh, uh, kids, uh, doing lessons for an hour, telling them all about podcasting and uh, how to start a podcast and whatever. Um, cool. So, so what I tell them is like, you know, has been condoned so much that now when we're making some serious bucks like Joe Rogan and you know, you or me or whoever else, um, they're really starting to turn heads stations. Now like iHeartRadio launched their own uh, podcasting app. Amazon has their own podcasting app. Uh, Google does. Um, and now like even my show has blown up in freaking India, man. I had no clue. Like, I just asked to be um, on this one hosting site. And then they asked me to be on some other streaming platform. And it just blew up. Like, so people are going crazy, man. Like um, to say podcasts are irrelevant and non-profitable and uh, is, is, is nonsense. That's old thinking, man. So if you want to start a podcast, you fucking do it. That's what I think you should do. Um, and, and I'm really happy to have a chance to stand with you because we're both on iHeartRadio. Um, you can check your your podcast also out on Spotify as well, right? Yeah, um, uh, Apple Podcast. Yeah, so I mean, like, what, what's what's the best part about about your podcast that you can entice people? By the way, I tried a, a Chanel uh, cologne. My wife got me once. Oh Man, my god, dude, they're so good. They're dope. Like and- I like the Chanel colognes, but I don't like the Chanel perfumes for women because I find them too be so strong you know i'm kind of like a musky girl like light scent you know lavender not so strong i hate like strong scent. when you when you say musky i i think of aqua velva you know like the, yeah. the aftershave for men oh my that's, god that's, i remember that aftershave that's hilarious yeah like I, I used to when i first started shaving my dad like he gave me this aftershave and i put it on it's like dude this it's pretty strong and it actually smells like shit after quite some time like yeah a lot of guys don't like musk by the way for women out there so there's like a thing with men and scents lately i've realized like men are very sensitive to women's scent so it's interesting that you brought that up and we talk about this on speaking of like enticing topics believe it or not the most enticing topics in chanel in the city are the dating the dating ones, like when the celebrities talk about dating, it's not even about like the celebrities themselves or the interviews. It's like when I talk about my like disaster dating stories, but men get this. So like there was a guy who dated and he, he literally told me, he's like, your musk smell. I can't deal with it. Like you need to change your smell. And like a part of me was like, wanted to be domestic. And a part of me wanted to be like feminist, like, you know, like, fuck you, like, excuse my language, but you're not going to tell me how to smell. Like if, if you have a smell, everybody has a smell that they, they stick to, that they know, that they feel is good. You're not going to change that for a guy or a girl, like right? But you also want the guy and the girl to like you. So I just realized that, like, scent is really powerful. It's really – and I ended up finding, like, this amazing smell called um, 
love osmosis. It's so good. It's like a cologne and a perfume together. It's very light smell. It's like a lemon, which I hate lemon usually, but it's like a lemon musk. You have musk. Like, it's amazing. It will make any guy fall in love with a girl. Is it woman musk? Like, like what is what is the, the 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 word musk? Like either when somebody says musk, musk. either. Either it's like some really potent smelling thing, or you haven't put on deodorant for like ten years. Um, but I feel like I love not, it. Or you, you you hang out in like the forest at night or something, and you, you reek of like just like algae God, and weird really stuff. Turned off by it. Uh, but you know what? Like a lot of these guys, they probably like as being a guy who has dated in the past. Obviously, I mean, look at me. Um, uh, Smelling nice is a big priority, right? Um, taking a shower before your date is a big priority. Yes. Being clean. Um, maybe manscaping and stuff. Some some people like me, like it's almost impossible to manscape just because I'm just so hairy and it just it just doesn't like it's a lot of time, man, and my wrist hurts a lot when I'm just trying to just go back down, up and down, and I see now my wrist hurts. I hit my head up my hand off the desk, but um it just uh the whole dating scene, uh, there's not too much um, transparency. I mean, the media, um, it always portrays celebrities to be picky or assholes or doesn't tell the right story, I don't think, half the time until you sit down and talk to them, maybe over like Skype or in person, um, just like how, how we're doing right now. Um, the transparency part, is something that I like about your podcast. You can actually listen to the celebrity and uh, listen to them the way they are and have fun with them as well, which is awesome. And that's what I like doing on this show, like having a bit of fun um, because they're always so like high, they're high, so highly stressed, right? They're very highly stressed people um, being up at, at two o'clock in the morning to film something or having to eat, you know, healthy for <laughs> a couple months just to get to where they want to be, you know, bodybuild, whatever. So they're really stressed out people just trying to figure out their way in life, doing this awesome dream job. It's not always easy. So to have a platform like a podcast, um, such as Chanel in the city, um, it's very good for them, right? The podcasting industry is being taken very seriously. Now it's going to get a lot better. Um, and you know, it's amazing. Like what, what kind of celebrities, which celebrities have you interviewed on your show? So, you know, it's, I had, it's interesting you say like the celebrities are usually themselves when they come on. So I've had Kevin Bacon, I've had Luann Delaseps from Real Housewives of New York to comedians like Heather McDonald and, and, um, Emma Willman, you know, so I feel like my show's more variety. So I'll have like comedians, I'll have influencers, I'll have reality stars, I'll have actors. I think the most, the interview that hit me the most um, was Kevin Bacon because it was so crazy to see how down to earth he was. And like, he was always a, an actor that I looked up to. So I was like, Oh my God, like, is he real? Is this a real person that I'm talking to? Is he really acting like he's human? And he acted like just like a regular, like what we're doing conversation, regular person down to earth, like answering questions, but you know, just had like a really good head on his shoulders. He came on with his brother cause they have a music band called the Bacon brothers and so they were promoting their new album and they've had it for like 25 years, which I didn't even realize how long they've been around. But um, it's cool to get to know like people that you've looked up to your whole life and they come on your podcast and they talk to you about like their struggles 
and how like they don't feel secure and how they feel like they have to keep on being relevant. And so there's just like a lot of relevancy that people can relate to. I fully agree with that. And let's pan over to another podcast you co-host. Uh, is this this one's a, a weekly podcast with uh, Dina Lohan? Yeah, so this is a bi-weekly podcast with Dina Lohan. Um, people might, excuse me, people might find it random. So Dina Lohan and I, the reason we got together was because I used to work for with, or with Lindsay Lohan when I was like 17 years old. And then I would work with the family and I got together with Dina. She came on my podcast when Celebrity Big Brother aired. She was on Celebrity Big Brother and she came on my podcast to talk about it. And we talked about how funny it would be if she had a podcast with me, like I'm the comedian part of it. She's the reality star. You know, she was a momager. She's the OG. Like a lot of people want to go to her for advice. People want to ask her what her opinion is in the entertainment industry. She's had a daughter that's been a superstar and she's managed over the years. So we thought we can just set the record straight with celebrities coming on our podcast to talk about their side of the story instead of like talking about the gossip with the low hands. Cause like, you know what I mean? Like she was talked about now she's in the front driver's seat. So anyway, we thought it was like a great idea to come together where I'm the millennial. So like I reached a millennial dem- demographic and dynamic. So I can bring the millennial generation to the podcast where she's more old school. She talks about like old school values, which is interesting and I talk about millennial dating values, like our different opinions are really always clashing. But then we come together at the end of the podcast talking about how at the end you have to do the right thing. That's that's really the moral of the story. So it's a cool it's a cool platform. You can check it out on Spotify and iTunes right now. We actually did an interview with Lindsay Lohan herself or her daughter, which was cool. She talks about uh, Mean Girls reunion and like everybody wants to know if the Mean Girls sequel is happening so she talks a little bit about that she talks about like what she's up to and yeah I mean it's a blast it's the Lohans you know it's called the OG Mama D podcast uh, with Dina Lohan and of course Chanel Omari um, how was Lindsay Lohan um, doing now how's she doing now I mean like she went through all these hardships and is she, is she even in, in the U S anymore? Is she in, in, in the UK? No, it's a good question. She is in Dubai right now. She's overseas. She's doing great. She actually, you have to look at the interview. Um, if you check it out, listen to me, the OG mama D you can check it out on YouTube or Spotify, iTunes. She looks amazing. Um, I don't think she's ever looked better in her life. She is, you know, in a relationship, a very healthy one. She is working on a jewelry line called Lily Baker Jewels. So she's really working hard as like an entrepreneur woman and like really woman empowerment. She's working on a few scripts. She shares that with us on the podcast. Like she's really into directing. So I think she's going to like direct some small series or movie very soon. And she's trying to get back into entertainment. So I think we're going to see some, you know, films by her and she's just doing great. She's really just living the life overseas and, you know, with COVID and everything, it's tough. So she's not really out a lot, but it was really nice to see her and like have it, you know, that one-on-one interview with her because I've known her, I mean, I've known her my whole life and I've worked with her. So it was a different side to see her coming on the podcast as an, you know, a celebrity guest, you know, cause everybody wants to interview Lindsay Lohan and then we're here interviewing her. It was just surreal, you know, it was a very cool dynamic. And it's, it's just, she talked about mean girls and kind of the cool thing is she's still in touch with the whole cast. Like they all didn't lose touch. They're all still super grounded. We've interviewed um Jonathan Bennett as well. So he talks about like mean girls and he's hilarious. He's a riot. He's uh he's so funny. He, 
he talks about how he's always in touch with the cast. So it's, it was cool to, it was just cool to talk about. It was very nostalgic. There's a lot of great stars on uh, Mean Girls. Um, great stars. And, and, you know, Lindsay Lohan was in, what was that other one? Where she was the, had like the bad stepmother or something like that. Um, no. Is it Freaky Friday? Is it, no, is it Parent Trap? Parent Trap, maybe. Was she in that one? Yeah, I, I'm trying to think right now. Um, I don't want to go on IMDb, but uh, talking about celebrities, um, Chanel, you're a host of an awesome, awesome uh, concept. It's called Fan Room Live. Uh, and, and basically what happens here is that a celebrity will go online um, and meet you in person, right? Uh, and answer your questions. Obviously, it's curated some way, shape, or form by a couple of great people. Uh, Chanel and uh, Jay Benjamin was another comedian that came on our show uh, early on this month. And uh, so Fan Room Live, as I understand it, people like George Lopez and Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, there are many others that are coming up. Um, Morgan Fairchild, yep. Jake the Snake Roberts, and there's more to be announced. So what happens here is that the celebrity will go on and and, and be in this fan room. Right now it's very hard and a lot of people are pretty crazy to, to just meet some people and ask their questions to Jake the Snake or Morgan Fairchild. Um, so the celebrity goes in um, to this room. You pay your ticket to go in. And some of that money goes to charity as well, right? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So I host a platform called Fan Room Live. Um, we have a mutual friend, Jeff Krause. Shout out to him. He's a creator of this platform and Mitch Faulkner, along with Cedric, the entertainer. Um, Jay Benjamin is my co-host on this platform. He runs all the tech uh, back end of it all. So it's a virtual platform where really because of COVID and, and, and everybody quarantined, nobody, you know, there's no more concerts. There's no more meet and greet backstage anymore in, in person. This is a way to keep the celebrities and their fans in touch um, intimately. So yeah, they buy a ticket, they go into this VIP room, they ask the celebrity a question side by side, kind of like how we are right now, side by side. I ask you a question. They get to also get a picture with their uh, favorite celebrity. So we do like every month, you know, a celebrity who's going to host the fan room, which Morgan Fairchild's coming up February 21st. You could get uh, some tickets to buy and meet and greet her. Some of the proceeds go to charity of the celebrity's choice. You know, we also have, um, we have Jake the Snake coming up. We've had a lot of, you know, we've had D.L. Hughley on, George Lopez, Cedric the Entertainer himself. So it's a great way for fans to interact with their celebrity meet and greet, but it's also a great way to give back and entertain, especially since this, you know, virtually since this time, I think it's such a unique concept. It's so different than any other concept I've seen really virtually before, because you're actually getting to be, you know, you're actually one-on-one -on -one with your favorite celebrity. Well, I would fully agree. And now is a great time just to take some time away, maybe for yourself and, and join the fan room uh, live. I mean, it's an awesome concept and, and, and definitely for a good cause. I'm always good with giving back. And now there's a bit of a reward for someone to, to, to participate in this. You could go to a, the, the events are posted on Eventbrite and another one called ticketscene.ca up here in Canada. Uh, they're ticket distributors. What happens? You buy your ticket and you're able to attend these events. Um, and yeah, it's, it's an amazing. The events are there. It's very easy. You know, you get um, some discounts also coming up for the holiday Valentine's day season. So, I mean, yeah, if I were you, I would, you, you have it right. Pamper yourself, buy yourself a ticket, meet and greet your favorite celebrity, because who knows when 
everything's going to get back to normal, you know? Yeah, I absolutely. I fully agree with that. I think we'll be back, not back to normal, but we'll have some type of freedom uh, maybe in 2022. Um, kinda, yeah, that's what I thought too. That's what I thought too. It's going to be a bit of an explosion of uh, movies and music and um, a lot of projects that people want. Bit, like everybody rushing to that ice cream store or that hotspot that opens up and everybody's online and they're like grabbing like, that's what I don't look forward to when the whole world is trying to get in to a restaurant. That's going to be cray. Yeah. It's like just the one door with like 400 people trying to go in there. And yeah, it's so true, man. I was looking forward to like the James Bond movie and I saw it just before this pandemic, uh, the trailer, I watched 1917 in theaters. I'm like, James Bond's coming out this April, and it's, it's getting postponed like two years or something like that. And it's Canada, right? Yeah. So how is it there? I mean, is it this? That's the same all over, right? I'm assuming. Uh, well, I mean, there's other places in Canada that aren't locked. We're in a lockdown right now. Um, I don't really know what lockdown means, but it just means for me, just go to the store when you have to and. Um, there's obviously essential workers, but like, you know, you can't, um, it, like for me, it's been mismanaged a bit. Um, just because like now we're locking down and, and in the last few months we started wearing masks all of a sudden. So like we kind of missed the boat big time, but, um, you're like behind, like you guys super. are just starting quarantine kind of. Yeah. We've been in quarantine since like February really, but nobody's really taken it super seriously um obviously in the states it's the same story right like um they're taking it more seriously but some you know i mean all the everything's shut down i mean everybody's going to miami so like now the new hot spot is like we're flocking from new york to miami it's just insane that's where i'm going thinking of going to miami i'm going i'm going going? i'm going to miami man like welcome what who's in that yeah 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 it, it, it's so it's so weird because like I, I just find it like how states were locked down like um uh chicago some cities like chicago new york and and, and california and now it's like you know what we got to open this thing up now we don't want to lose small businesses it's so um a bit of a loophole something's missing here like, something doesn't make sense like i mean i thought it would get better I mean, I don't like to talk politics. I'm not that political, but I thought it would get better once, you know, they decided who's going to be in office and the inauguration was done and, you know, but it's not going to get better. Like you said, 2022 is really, I would say where it's going to start getting back to normal. Yeah, I I would hope so. I mean, I want to travel. Like I want to go to Miami, man. Like I want to go, Miami. I want to. I want to go to South America. I want to, you know, travel and, and, and do cool things and maybe be in some movies and, 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 and take this on the road. I don't know. Like I just, I think a lot of people are just going to be like, just either super broke after all this is done or, or just going to just blow all their money to go on a vacation. And, and it's yet to be seen. But um, despite that, we have each other, we have other people who we talk to and, um, that's the whole purpose of uh, having a great podcast like Chanel in the city or meet me for coffee or even the concept like fan room live, which is 
freaking awesome, man. I'd love to talk to George Lopez. I probably could keep a straight face the whole time. I'll tell you that, but he, he's great. I mean, when I, that was, I would have said that that probably was the one celebrity that I was starstruck by. You know, when you have like a celebrity, you're just so starstruck and you're just like, damn, I can't believe I met this person or I don't know how to be myself around this person. I would say he was, I mean, he was mad cool. He was very dope, very down to earth. Those are my favorite celebrities. The ones that don't think their shit don't stink. The ones that are down to earth, the ones that can like really teach you a lesson and like they're practicing what they preach, not the fake ones that are saying one thing and then they're doing another. Cause I've met a lot of those too, you know? I'm sure you've met a lot of those too. I mean, we've both been, you know, being in top 40 radio and then transitioning to podcasting, which is interesting that we both share that in common. We're around so many different celebrities, so many types of different personalities. And the funny thing is our personalities can't change. Like if you notice the host's personality has to maintain the same at all times, but the celebrities' personalities are always up and down. Like if the, I don't know, have you ever had that? Like I've had that so many times where, you know, the celebrity, like the vibe is not vibe. We're not vibing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, and, and the celebrity being real for me is so awesome, right? To not like to, for them to not um, have to go sit in the chair and be surrounded by lights and, and be like, Hey, um, what about this movie? What about that movie? What about that? And it's like, mine's more like, yo man, like how do you drink your coffee? Um, you know, let's have some fun. Let's talk about something weird. And I try and relate to them some way. Um, and, and, he, and it usually works, right? It's very hard to get people to talk and get people to talk about things you want to hear. But I want to hear stuff that other people don't um, don't talk about. I mean, they're very sick of having the, not sick, but like they're, they're used to having the exact same conversation with everybody. And that's something that... Um, really stands out when you have an amazing down-to-earth conversation with a celebrity um, because people do watch your show or listen to your show and they end up taking those little bits and uh, maybe it's somebody of influence, right? Maybe they'll publish something and help you out as well. So yeah, podcasting goes all the way around um, and reaches every corner of the earth, especially in media. And Chanel, yeah, it's been great to have you on the show. Um, Any last words uh, you want to tell your fans uh, how to find you once again, um, you have an official website they can reach out to you on? Uh, yeah, you can check me out at ChanelAmari.com. You can follow me at ChanelAmari on Instagram, at Chanel in the, for in Chanel in the city, because like the, the the last part, my luck, the city part was taken. So it's at Chanel in the, um, those are the updates. You know, I'm going to be starting to do a lot of content where it comes to like what people can order from which restaurants during COVID. A lot of my fans are asking me like, where can I order from? Cause like, you know, restaurants are getting limited. Small businesses are shutting down in New York or Miami, wherever they are. Um, I'm going to start posting stuff like that or restaurants people can go to for Valentine's day. If you're single, if you're not single, you know, a lot of couples are emailing me or messaging me like, where can I go for date night? Cause those are limited, those places. So which Chanel in the city, you guys can check me out on all the podcast platforms, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it at Chanel in the city. And thank you so much, so much, George, for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, I really appreciate you taking the time. You know what? We, we should work on like a little box that people can order, which is like food. And it also comes with Kleenex just in case you want to cry by yourself on, what so on, on Valentine's day. Oh my God. That's <laughs> such a good idea. We should, you should like, literally, we should have like a singles box. That's so brilliant. Yeah, man. Like the arm gimmick. We should do a singles box with Meet Me for Coffee and Chanel in the City. 
and we should send that like Kleenex. I can like work on that. Yeah, it's something we can work on. But uh, let's end this podcast. Restaurants they want, like gift cards, you know, to their favorite restaurant, order in. Like, that's cute. What a good idea, George. We're we're thinking. It's a a great idea. Anything else you want to ask me? Or do you, how long is your show usually? Um, It can go on for hours. I mean, we can talk for hours, but uh, we should probably press uh, the stop button on this podcast as uh, obviously we're going into the afterburners now. the the brainstorm part of the show, which is, right. Right, right, I right. wish I wish I could honestly have it recorded to uh, the parts that we actually talk off the air because sometimes it's pretty interesting, right? So, um, do you ever po- do you ever air those bits? I I tried in the past, like I had some pretty big rock stars talk with me off the air, and it's like, and and some of them just stopped, like, man, you should just like cut that up and just like use it as like a preview, man. I'm like. Holy crap! But you know that that guy just said that to me, right? Um, so let's let's close this. Uh, let's close this right now with a couple of good words. Um, thanks for tuning in. You can find me up on Facebook, fb.com slash mmfc podcast, Instagram podcast mmfc, and make sure you join the community on uh, Facebook, the Meet Me for Coffee group. Um, it's very exclusive, lots of celebrities in there, um, and we're growing it um, daily. Um, in closing, let's be safe, have some fun, and of course, love one another. Take care. We'll catch you next time.